0: Welcome to the Tear Out the Tags podcast, where you learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Let's get started. What is up, team Embolden? Hello. So I am a recovering overthinker. And when I say I'm recovering, it's probably the most common tag that I reattach to my body. So today we're going to talk about what is an overthinker. And I did a thing I posted to social media this week and I asked you all what is an overthinker in your terms and I got a lot of really interesting answers so I'm going to read a couple of them today and I'm also going to look up the Webster's definition of overthink. And then I'm going to ask you a question at the end of the episode which will do one of two things to you. If you are also a recovered overthinker it will make you realize that overthinking does nothing for your life. Or, if you are currently an overthinker, it will probably send you into a tailspin of overthinking. So, I apologize in advance, hopefully this makes you realize that if you are wearing that tag, you need to pull it out, rip it up, and throw it away. So if this is a tag that you have suffered with or still suffer with, I wonder if there's a certain time of day or a certain thing that prompts your overthinking. For me in particular, it is when I go to bed at night. I can take a nap, it doesn't happen. I can close my eyes, doesn't happen. I can wake up in the morning and go back to sleep, doesn't happen. But if I lay down at night and close my eyes before about 2.33 in the morning, I lay there and I overthink. And sometimes I overthink to exhaustion to the point where I'm so tired, I feel like I cannot think anymore. But then I think about how tired I am and the fact that I can't stop thinking, which is bizarre. But if you're an overthinker, you totally know what I'm talking about. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up today is I went to a retreat last week and I came home super, super inspired with a ton of ideas and things I want to implement as we go over this next like six to eight months. And I've already done a lot of crazy things this last year. And all I'm really doing is doubling down on all the things that I really want to accomplish. And the difference is I have more confidence today than I had a year ago in what I'm doing. So I find myself overthinking probably to a point of more exhaustion because of it. So this week, I am actually running off of about 12 hours of sleep for the entire week. I got two hours one night, three hours another, two hours another, four hours another. You get it. It has not been a heavy sleep week and I am exhausted. And you would think that would mean that when I hit my pillow at night, I would just crash. But it doesn't. I am exhausted all day long, and then I hit about 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, and I am wide awake again and back to my overthinking. So I realize I started this episode with, I am a recovered overthinker. That is what I'm telling myself because I'm pulling that tag out constantly and working on not overthinking. So bear with me here as I get through this. Now, I also want to preface this with, I don't think overthinking is a bad thing. And a lot of you might disagree with me, but some of my best ideas come up at night when I can't go to bed and I end up actually getting out of bed and working because I have all these amazing ideas. Like I am brilliant sometimes in my overthinker. And then sometimes my overthinker creates content that I then read the next day and go, what in the world? I'm not brilliant. I was not coherent. So anyway, Two nights ago, I got out of bed during one of my overthinking spells, and I wrote about two-thirds of a keynote speech, which I'm very pleased with, and actually, it's not as bad as you might think it would be, knowing that I was up in my overthinker, got out of bed at about 3 a.m., wrote till about 6.30 a.m., and then finally went to sleep for the night, we'll say. Anyway, let's jump into some of these comments that I got on the question, what is an overthinker? Jackie Kotzevos said, an overthinker is an underdoer, and I am definitely guilty of this. Two tags that I need to rip out. Pretty powerful, Jackie. Michael Karen says, analysis becomes paralysis. Now, we hear this one often. I've, I've heard this one once or twice before. And I do think that overthinking can lead to paralysis, for sure. I love this answer from Nicole Harrop. Worried about what other people will think of them and afraid to be their true self. Now, I do think that overthinking can be a cause of wondering how you're going to land on other people. I've definitely fallen into this trap as I've created content with Tear Out the Tags and done many other projects in my life. I want to be pleasing, and so my overthinker can lead to the tag people pleaser. I think oftentimes when we talk about tags, Many of them link together, which is why we struggle so much to remove them, because it's like connect the dots. If you have one, you probably have seven. Now, this one by Patrick Precourt is really interesting, and I think this one has a lot of meat to it, so I want you to listen really closely. He says, someone who overanalyzes as a procrastination or distraction mechanism, it's ultimately a way to avoid taking action. The cause is a perceived pain or fear of taking action. Now, I believe that this is true for many of us, because in some ways we gain or benefit from thinking about doing something, and it always kind of allows us to stay in the idea place rather than taking action. So I definitely love that answer by Patrick, and I've got one more for you guys today. Justin Clifford wrote, when one's bucket list grows faster than their photo album. (sighs) That's good stuff. Justin is super poetic, and I always love what he writes, so I'm going to say this again. When one's bucket list grows faster than their photo album, when someone uses the term someday instead of today, when someone's thoughts drift first to the consequences of an action before they've even enjoyed the thrill of the act. Oh my gosh, so much good stuff in that one, and I completely agree. Which brings me to sort of the reason I'm bringing this up today, because we talk about overthinkers a lot at Tear Out the Tags. But a word that came up for me recently, and has actually been coming up quite often this week, is decisive. Now, before I dive into decisive, and before I drop a bomb on your potentially overthinking mind right now, I want to read you the definition from Webster's Dictionary for overthinker. It is a verb that means to think too much, about something to put too much time into thinking about or analyzing something in a way that is more harmful than helpful. Now I think that entire definition made me go, well, who gets to say what too much is? right?" So you get to decide what is harmful and what is helpful. Now I'm going to jump back over to the word decisive because the word decisive in the Webster's dictionary, I think have kind of muddy definitions. They don't do a lot for me. So if you want to go look them up, go do it. I'm not going to waste your time reading them because I don't really think they do much for you. So in my opinion, decisive is your willingness to take the risk of making decisions quite quickly. And if you make a decision and you're wrong, it's being okay with making another decision and not really beating yourself up over it. So the opposite of decisive would be indecisive, meaning you are not okay with taking the risk and making a decision and you're probably not okay if that decision that you make finally when you reach a decision is wrong. So many of us are calling ourselves overthinkers, but what if we're really just indecisive and are those two things the same thing? Now, the biggest question I have for you today, and I know your brain is gonna go wild with this, is, is overthinking a product of indecisive, or is indecisive a product of overthinking? Now, this is what we do here on Tear Out the Tags, so if you have an answer for me, please email me at hello at emboldenlabel.com. that's E-M-B-L-D-N label.com, or send me a message on Instagram. Here's the thing. I would also love to see your definitions of these two words and which one you wear, if any, and which ones you need to tear out. I hope you've enjoyed this message today. I have an amazing special guest tomorrow on the show. I think, no offense to all my other guests I've had, this is truly the most special episode that I've recorded so far because Shannon Rollins is my guest and Shannon and I met last year at a At a conference of all things during COVID 19. I know it's shocking. We bravely went to this conference. I think it was the only one that was being held at the time. And she was willing to be a beta client for me in the big tear out the tags discovery exercise. And she comes on the show tomorrow and she shares her experience and how much it did for her to move her forward in life. So I'm really, really excited. And I think it really sets the scene of exactly what our mission is here at tear out the tags and Embolden label. So if you will join me tomorrow, I'd be incredibly grateful for it. And if you love her episode, please leave us a rating and review so that we can boost the show in the algorithm and put it out to all kinds of amazing people just like you. Thanks. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.